0: There was a Yid. He's actually a chassid. His business he would do for his parnasa to make money, was he would deal in stamps. If you ever get a letter in your house, in the mail, there's usually a stamp on the corner. And the stamp is, you pay money for it, and then when you give it to the post office, say okay, he pays for it, we'll send the letter. So for a regular envelope, it's one stamp, it doesn't cost so much. If you want to send something heavy, then you have to pay more. Nowadays, they could print the stamp on it with a special code. But not too long ago, they only had stamps. You stick on it. If you want to send a letter far away, you have to put more stamps. Every country around the world, they have their own stamps. They put draw different drawings, different pictures on it. And stamps have been around for hundreds of years. When people wanted to send letters... So you have to buy the stamp and give it to the mailman and he'll deliver it for you. There are many countries for many years. So this person, his business was, he would buy and sell old fancy stamps. Like when you might want to buy anything, toys and sell for a little more, buy food. He would go to different places around the world, try to find old fancy stamps and buy them. And other people, they would pay money for it. They like nice stamps. So he would travel around the world, taking an airplane. And every time before he would travel, go on a trip somewhere, he would always ask a bracha from the Rebbe before taking a trip. So one time, he wanted to take a trip to somewhere far away in Central America. And he wrote, Tzarebe, should I get a bracha? And he didn't get an answer. So the day was coming closer. He planned his whole big trip a whole lot of business, and this is like his biggest trip of the whole year, and he didn't get an answer. So what do I do? So he called the Rebbe's secretary and said, what do I do? I'm coming closer. I'm supposed to go on an airplane, but the Rebbe didn't answer me. He didn't give me a bracha. So what should I do now? So the Rebbe's secretary said, you know what? Let me let, me, let me ask. Let me see. Then as the Rebbe's secretary told him, Give me all information about your trip. Didn't say a bracha. You can go. Give me all. Tell me exactly where you're planning on going, what day. So then, that he got an answer from the Rebbe. His Rebbe said, "Go, but not now." And he never got such an answer. The, Re, the Rebbe, you just need to tell him a or didn't. The Rebbe said, "Go, but not now." So even though he had all his flights planned and all his plans, this, you know, hotels, everything ready. He said, but if the Rebbe said that now, that's it? You listen to the Rebbe? I don't know why, but he called up the airlines, said, I'm sorry, I'm not flying now. Called called up everywhere. I'm not going now. When you're going, I don't know. Not now. Fine. So he didn't get on the airplane. He waited, stayed here. A few days later, it was on the news. He heard some very, very bad news. He heard that in that very country... He was going to be there. He was going to fly there. There was a huge earthquake. Which the whole ground was shaking and buildings were falling over. A lot of people, Chas died. And he was saying, wow, that was the exact place I was supposed to be there. Baruch Hashem wasn't there. But the Rebbe, now he said, you know, Baruch Hashem listened to the Rebbe, the Rebbe said not now. But the Rebbe didn't say, don't go. The Rebbe said go, just not now. So he you know what? I, I'm alive, but I missed the earthquake. I was going to be there. But the Rebbe said, go not now. So now is the time to go after the earthquake's finished. So he went there. He got in a plane. And I remember the thing I remember hearing that the only people on the plane to go to this country who wants to go to a place that's destroyed this huge earthquake? Or maybe doctors, maybe some nurses to people to help out. He got in the plane and he came there. When he got to the city it was a horrible He couldn't imagine what he was seeing. He was seeing buildings falling over trees falling over and he saw a lot of people died from the earthquake and it was crazy. He was going through the place. He saw the hotel he was supposed to stay in and that hotel wasn't there anymore. The hotel was a pile of stones. He like, was oh, saying I would have been inside of there but I never got out. And he started saying, where is the post office where they saw all the stamps? So he came to the post office and he saw, wow, this building didn't fall down. A lot of big buildings collapsed. This one building, maybe a few buildings standing, but this building was standing. didn't fall over. He came inside and the person who works in the post office, who usually sees him every, maybe once a year when he visits, he saw this chasid, this yid. And he said, oh, thank you for coming to see us. He started crying, gave him a hug. And he said, you know how hard it is for us here. We just had so-, it's so nice of you to visit us. And he said, you know what? You're such a good friend. And I have so much to set down, I can't think of... You know what? Here, take this big box of stamps. Here. He gave a huge box with fancy schmancy stamps like he never gave me before. And said you know what, take this, do good things with it, and worry about the money later. Right now I can't think about it. Here, you're such a good friend, I'll give you a huge amount of stamps. So now that he got this huge box of stamps, with each stamp, a lot with a lot of money, he made more money from this trip than he ever made in a long time. And now he's able to do a lot of mitzvahs with this money. He's able to give more tzernaka, he's able to do more mitzvahs, a lot of good things. And he listens to the Rebbe, the Rebbe said, go, but not now.